Podcast, music, industry podcast, where everything is terrible and the house is on fire. I'm Matt Bacon here with my beautiful co-host, Curtis Stewart, hosted on the amazing ghostgoldmag.com. We talk fast. That was the fastest I've ever gone through it. I was that, was, was like, that your daily sprinkle imitation? I didn't even like think I was going to do it that fast until I was halfway through the first word. And then I was like, fuck it. Let's just do a fast boy. He's now available for auctions if anybody's interested in doing an auction. Yeah. So, uh, Curtis, we had a topic for today on Dumb we and Dumbest. We do. Uh, Matt didn't fully understand it, so I'm going to try to clarify it uh, before right at the get-go. So, what I want to talk about is researching uh, your industry and research, just doing your research in general. So, for example, one thing that I'll have clients do, and I'll, I'll admit I'm not always the world's best at this, but I do, my, I do try. Uh, to keep up with as much as I can, I know Matt does, is that I'll have clients, uh, potential clients rather, uh, message me and they'll be like, okay, so we want to do a PR campaign. Um, and I'll be like, okay, cool. So what kind of crowd are you aiming for here? I don't know. I, haven't, I don't really check out new music. Or, you know, they'll be like, um, I want to get in all these blogs, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, well, what blogs do you want to get in? I don't know. I don't really check out any blogs. Or, you know, I want to get in print. Okay, what print mag do you want to get in? I don't know. I don't really check out any print. You get where I'm, where I'm coming yeah. from now? Yeah, people, so, don't have, people don't have a clear idea of what they're trying for. Yeah, because they, they have no like, even surface understanding a lot of time of the general either market or of what they're doing. Like a lot of times, like musicians are musicians, right? Like most musicians, they are musicians and that's what they do is that they're into music and they like playing their music and they're like creating their music and they're in a band and they don't really focus a lot on anything outside of their immediate zone a lot of times. Not everybody's like this. There's a lot of music nerds out there. But as a general rule, what I've noticed more often than not, a lot of people really don't have a clue about what they're really trying to do on a marketing level or anything like that because they just don't know what, else, what is going on around, on around them. A really good example of this is um, like if someone says to me that they want to get reviewed just in general at a blog or get covered by blogs and they can't even name like, for example, anything outside of Metal Sucks, that's kind of concerning. You know what I mean? Or even Revolver maybe just because of the fact like you have no idea what's out there. Or reversely, you'll have bands coming up and all they know is like Stereo Gum, Pitchfork, Noisy which is basically defunct now and you know spin and they're a metal band right you know where i'm coming from matt yeah so it's kind of like i just want to make sure i'm being clear here so it's kind of like you got to at least be able to have a familiarity with whatever it is you're trying to do and i've also had people go like okay i want to get on uh the stoner and doom sites okay well is there a specific one you want me to get you onto? oh well is there anything outside of the obelisk it's like, uh, yeah, there's a ton of stuff. You know what I mean? So, like, this also can lead to the potential for having you just getting ripped off in general. Because, like, 
if you don't know what's out there and you have no familiarity about what's going on in the area around you, like music wise or even uh, marketing wise, you're going to get in big trouble. So, I mean, like one thing that really shocks me as well is like people will come to me and they'll be like all on this rampage that they need print coverage, they need print coverage, they need print coverage. And I'll be like, well, when's the last time you read a print magazine? Long pause. You know, I actually had someone, and I'm not bullshitting you, about two months ago asked me to get coverage in Metal Maniacs. Let that sink in. And how long has Metal Maniacs been defunct? <laughs> 12 years at least. <laughs> there you go. Like, that, that just show, that, no, that just kind of shows you like how far, you know, and Terrorizer has been a frequent uh, mention that comes up even fairly recently, and they've been defunct on paper i mean they've basically been defunct for almost like three or four years but i mean they officially went defunct like a year ago right so you know and they're like oh i need to get terrorizer and it's like serious well terrorizer's been dead for like the past year so good luck on getting in there right or like you know you know what i'm saying though right yeah absolutely so, and it happens a lot more often than you think. Like even like two days ago, I mean, I had someone ask me to get them in, into Noisy and, you know, to pitch Kim Kelly, Kelly at Noisy. Kim hasn't been at Noisy since, oh, I don't know. Uh, when, when did she leave Noisy, Matt? Like November, October? Even, yeah, last year sometime, I remember, yeah. Yeah, and then I had someone also also ask me, you know, ask to ask to get featured in this... Uh, to uh, ask someone else to feature them in a, in a blog at Pitchfork that's been defunct for like three years as well. So it's kind of like, you know, if you're not keeping up, no one, you know, you can get ripped off and you need to kind of like just be aware of what's going on around you and like what's legitimate for you to get into. So like if you, especially if you're just starting out your campaign and you're like, your first thing is like, okay, I want to get reviewed on a bunch of blogs. You should do some research. Just go out there and take a look. See what blogs are out there. It's easy to find. All you got to do is you just type in the word heavy metal site. And I can guarantee you, you're going to find a lot more than just metal sucks and metal injection and decibel. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you should take a look and you should see if your music fits there. Because the other thing a lot of bands will do is like, for example, a grindcore band will hit me up and say, can you get me on the obelisk? What? What do you mean? Well, I know it's a big block. Okay, well, good, but do you even know what they cover, right? I mean, the obelisk, if you don't know, is like a stoner rock slash doom site. They're, they're never going to touch a grindcore or, or a thrash band. I mean, even last year, I mean, me and Matt had a mutual client uh, who their PR rep had claimed that they went and pitched them to the obelisk, and they're like a groove metal band. And I was like, well, why would you, like, even if the obelisk wanted them, like, what like what would be the point of that you know what i mean yeah like no no one reading the obelisk cares about that group cares about that sort of trivium inspired groove metal exactly and you know the exact band i'm talking about <laughs> um so it's kind of like you have to kind of know so like another good example is like i also had someone at one point uh not now, too long ago so what were you gonna say okay because okay because i want to point out something very important sure. that this doesn't just apply to people pitching to um, to people pitching to magazines, it also applies to pitching to festivals. One hundred percent, because it you kind of got to know where you're going. Because like, here's another good example: is I'll have people say to me, you know, I want to get in Toilet of Hell, for example, Toilet of Hell, which is a 
I'd say they're probably almost an A-level blog, if not high B, right? And, um, you know, they'll be like a stoner rock band. And I mean, okay, I mean, some odd part of the audience's toilet of hell might go for a stoner rock band, but I mean, they're real their real forte is they're like into death metal, tech death and some black metal, you know what I mean? That's their audience, right? They're not like, if you're in, uh, I don't know, for example, backwoods payback, it wouldn't be as good for you to be on toilet of hell as it would be for you to go in like doomed and stoned or the sludge Lord of the obelisk. You know what I mean? Exactly. Apologies to Mike, if you're listening, I'm not trying to target you. I'm just giving your band as an example because you came to the top of my head. Um, but so, I mean, like, so if you're in like a, a stoner band and you're pitching all your stuff to like the Krangs and you're pitching to like the pitchforks and you're pitching to like, I don't know, death metal underground, it's kind of like you're wasting your time. Right. Well, and it's also stuff like, look at it this way. Okay. So like so many bands, uh, tell me that they, that they, that they want to play Maryland death fest. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, but you guys don't like death metal, nor do you sound like death metal. You know, like I get that. I appreciate very well that Maryland Death Fest is not only death metal. I have one of the few non-death metal bands playing Maryland Death Fest, November's Doom, right? Mm-hmm. That's a band I signed. That's a band I'm working with. Very good friends. Yeah. Okay. Fucking Cubs fans, though. So take that as you will. But, you know, but like they are the one death doom band and they're also a legendary fucking band. Do also have growled vocals, if I'm not mistaken. They do, they do, they do. But like, you know, just but but I want to point this out. Just because your band has growled vocals, doesn't mean that you should be playing Maryland Death Fest. One hundred percent. You know, and and I think there's sort of this trend where it's like, oh well, you know, especially with something or like, there's also like, I mean, this is there's also a lot of bands who are like, oh, we should play Psycho Las Vegas, even though they were doing something that wasn't, you know, in sort of the stoner or hip metal realm that uh, Psycho Las Vegas was into, right? Like, it's about having that self-awareness because so many people are just wasting their time pitching to festivals that would never realistically book them. And even if they did, it would be pointless because it wouldn't be your appropriate audience. Yeah, well, that's the thing too, right? Is like, it's cool that there's a ton of stoner rock festivals out there. You know, I think that's awesome. Simultaneously be fucking thoughtful if you're going to play one of those and don't just waste your time. And then also simultaneously, you're taking a slot away from a band who could deserve it. You know, who might, who would have actually gotten fans from that. And bands do this with buy-ons all the time too. Like you'll see something like a, a metalcore band offers a buy-on for an opening slot on their tour. And then, you know, a death metal band or like a thrash metal band will fucking do it and then wonder why they didn't make any money off of it. It's because it's the wrong audience. Yeah, and that's the thing is that your audience, like, like the the market is the market is the market, yeah. and the audience is not is not as open minded as you think they are. You know, even if you personally are very open minded, and you assure me of this time and time and time and time again, like I get it, you're open minded, but like at the end of the day, they're not, they're not, <laughs> and you you can't change that. And you, you know? kind of got to look at it from this point of view. Like if you're a new metal band and you were able to buy your way into Decibel, you know, it's like how many... Who at Decibel is going to give a shit? Yeah, like how, like if you're a new metal band, you buy an ad in Decibel and you somehow convince them to give you a review because you paid them like $50 billion. Um, 
you know, it's it's not the audience. The guys that read Decibel are mainly into like death metal and thrash and doom, right? That's their audience. So like there might be a small percentage of people there that like new metal, but why would you pay, you know, $10,000 to get the full page ad plus whatever it is in Decibel when you could just go to a, a site or like Metal Hammer would make sense for a new metal band. Decibel sure. makes no sense for a new metal band. Right. But so yeah, you gotta yeah. so like just because you're a metal band, like you're like it's okay that you're not playing with whatever hip band that you think you should be playing with if their fans aren't gonna care, right? And I I see this a lot. Like I see I see people who just aren't aware of where they fall into the general metal verse. And that's uh that's a really tricky kind of unfortunate situation. Yeah. And the same thing happens with, with uh things like I mean, everybody wants to get into Stereo Gum's black market. But I mean, the, here's, here's the real deal. The black market, the audience of the people that read the black market are like hipsters that are into like underground, like raw black metal or artsy black metal. It's either artsy or raw. And, you know, the occasional death metal band. If you're in a, if you're in a groove metal band or if you're in a, like even a stoner band, they're probably not really going to care. The only band I've ever seen them really care about that was Doom was Slomatics and that was it. Right. And Slomatics is like niche of niche. Yeah, like Slomatics um, are like the <clears throat> heroes of the underground. So, like very much a cool kid band. Exactly. So, we'll still be awesome. Um, but anyway, oh yeah, so no, I mean, like Slomatics is like objectively like one of my favorite doom bands. Same. You but know, they are, but they do get loved by the cool kids for sure. So you got to kind of realize if you if you want to get into one of those those type of sites you got to be like the artsy type or you got to be like this aesthetic of being like complete garbage it's one of the two it's you're usually you're not going to fit in there if you play commercial music you're just not and i know those are the commercial sites but the guys that write for these type of places like pitchfork and noisy and uh, stereo gum i'm sorry to say it uh what's the right word i'm looking for matt they are uh, hipster's not the right word. What's the word I'm looking no, for? No, well, they're just like, it's like my, my friend Cody uh, used to contribute. He might still contribute to that Stereo Gum Black Market column. I think right? he does, yeah. And he's just like a smart death metal guy with like a normal job. But just- they're like the nerd, the nerds of the nerds. They're like the, the, yeah. um, the savants. Uh, they want to be the guys that, they, they want to be the trendsetters that find the band that no one else has heard of type thing is i think is what i'm trying to say you know like i just found this this colombian black metal art folk band you know that have uh, a concept album about uh woman's suffrage you know that that felt like a personal attack curtis (laughs) that felt like a personal attack how how was that (laughs) that seems like something that seems like something i would dig up but (laughs) yeah but regardless but no, but that's oh the point. But but that's very much. But Curtis is very much correct here. Yeah, is that you know, like look at the types of bands being covered and realize that like just because you're both metal, you know, you're both not well known metal bands. That's not the thing that connects you. It's are you you know, it's what are these people legitimately listening to? Exactly, one hundred percent. You know, and if you can't tell, like look at their Twitter, look at their Instagram. They'll probably tell you there. You know, yeah. like if you look at my Instagram, you know, and you see what I'm sharing on my Spotify, you see that I'm not joking when I say I listen to a lot of Jimmy Buffett. 
Yeah, he's not kidding. And he also listens to crap like Miles Davis, who I just heard when blasting when I, he turned on the podcast. I bet you'd never heard Miles Davis before just now. I have heard Miles Davis, and I don't like Miles Davis. You know what? Hmm? Okay. What? You, you okay, know I worked on a record with John Schofield, right? So? I still don't like Miles Davis. Okay. I just I feel like this isn't Vietnam. There are rules. Yeah. But regardless, 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 you have to be thoughtful about who you're pitching to. You have to realize what they're into and go from there. Because otherwise, again, if you don't do your research, you're just not going to win. Because there are a million people out there who did do their research. And if you show that you didn't do your research, then you just get marked as spam. Yeah. And the same thing happens when you're even pitching like for a PR company or for for a manager. Because I get bands pitching me all the time saying, hey, we really – we're really interested in uh, getting PR from you. And then I'll put them on and I'll find out like they're like synth pop. And I'm like, I can't do anything with this. It's not my thing. Or the bluegrass or something. Right. So know what you're doing. Know, know who you're talking to and be aware. I think is the whole point of this podcast. There you go. What do we want to pitch now, Matt? We're going um, to move into our pitch at the end. Okay. Do you want to talk about our band tune up thing? That casket robbery? I just finished talking to them actually. Did you? Um, well, it's not on sale. Do you want to extend it for one more month? Yeah, we'll extend it for another month. Fuck it. Okay, we we, we it. love our audience, don't we? We do. Okay, so we're going to do the PR tune-up, or sorry, the uh, band tune-up. I think we're going to come up with a new name for it, which is this going to be this awesome thing where Matt does this analysis, anal analysis paper for you, which is going to cover a whole ton of stuff. Uh, it's going to be like 2 billion pages. 9,000 like, words. 9,000 words. And basically, he's going to analyze um, what you need to do um, in your marketing. And then what you get from me as well is you get up to three form interviews all set up for you. Um, You also get a giveaway done at a site. You get a social media audit done. You get a 30-day marketing plan done by me. And you get a 15-minute consultation call. And this is all for the low, 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 low price of 100 and no 200 bucks we said 300 300 bucks 300 bucks was that special yeah and i'm going out of it today 300 bucks is the special price for the pr tune-up never mind my uh zoning out there while sierra walked past me um yeah so 300 bucks normally it's going to cost you just for matt's part of the part of the thing the paper is 150 and then i usually charge about 250 for the rest of it so you're getting uh, like i don't know what is that a 400 dollar deal for 300 bucks yeah pretty so fucking good it's gonna be it's gonna be hashtag cray cray um and matt will give the next people who sign up a free serenade of drake's forever the kanye west line the kanye west versus in french not in french if three people sign up off this podcast i will record that yes but you have to but you have to state that you bought it from this podcast otherwise it's not valid. oh yeah otherwise it's not valid anyway This has been Dumb and Dumbest. You have been listening. Are we done yet?